This is the best of two pros in a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. No Brady Quinn today. Screw that guy, man. Uh, but we will be, uh, he'll be back with us here tomorrow. Come on, we bust balls, what we do on this show. Um, so, uh, by the first weekend without football in months, how'd it feel? A little weird, right? <laughs> I mean, like int- reintroducing I yourself to your family. The, the, thing, the things that happen in sports keep things interesting, though. Yeah. It's like there's always going to be something that's taking place that's going to be. I'm all about the interest of what's taking place. Yeah. You know, life is trans. I always say life is transactional, and transactions happen every single day, whether for good or for bad. And. You know what? We've had some interesting things take yeah. place this weekend. I mean, one took place yesterday. You're, <laughs> you're going to segue into it. It, uh, You know, um, look, heat of the moment uh, is exactly that. And uh, sometimes in the heat of the moment, maybe you do things you regret. We talked about road rage on this show. Like, uh, you know, sometimes you have a you know, fit of road rage and, uh, you know, you, you throw the bird or maybe, uh, you know, throw a quarter out the window because uh, you uh, lose your cool a little bit. Like, that happens. Um and if you happen to coach the Michigan Wolverines, you might end up palming some guy in the head. I mean, listen, it, it's, that's what we call a slap. Yeah, these days. you know, it just uh, he palmed him. I mean, it was not a uh, hey, Berto. Is that what we call it? Slaps these days. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> you are a dirtbag and a half. Unbelievable. That's what it looked like too. That's uh, what he, what he hit that, uh, that coach's head. <laughs> oh man, uh, Ber- Roberto, you are the scum. Often running with the scumbag of the year award, uh, Roberto Flores on this show. Uh, just, for those of you wondering, well, what did he say? Uh, you know, you could probably figure just, that just out. Just paraphrasing. Yeah, you know, uh, context <laughs> clues. You could probably figure that out at some point. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, Juwan Howard incident <laughs> that took slapping place slapping heads uh, yesterday. You work it out. Um, <laughs> here was the uh, the situation. Uh, Michigan's head coach Jawan Howard. Uh, they, uh, you know, he lost his cool. He was a little bit bothered by uh, the situation. Uh, they were getting hammered by Wisconsin. Uh, you know, Gray Guard uh, called a, a timeout because he didn't want a ten second violation. Uh, Jawan Howard thought that was uh, you know wrong because the game was already a blowout. But uh, Gray Guard didn't like the fact that uh, you know his team was pressing him and he didn't want to put his team in that bad spot. So there's this back and forth. Juwan Howard gets annoyed. Gray Guard puts his hands on him. Juwan Howard then uh, proceeds to uh, palm assistant coach yeah. Joe Krabenhoff. Palm his uh, head. Yeah, he, he palmed him. Uh, Joe Krabenhoff. Palm the head. The, uh, the member of the coaching staff for palm Wisconsin. It was absolute chaos. Uh, Juwan Howard afterwards tried to explain himself. Here's what the Michigan head coach had to say. I didn't like the timeout being called, and I'll be totally honest with you. Um, I thought it was, uh, you know, not necessary at that moment, uh, especially being in a large lead. Um, and then for have a timeout um, to be called with three seconds or four seconds to go, um, you know, I thought that that was, you know, what I felt wasn't fair to our guys. And so that's, that's what happened. You know, I addressed with uh, the head coach that I will remember that <laughs> because of that timeout. And uh, f- for someone to touch me, and I think that was un- very uncalled for for him to touch me as we were verbalizing and communicating with one another. So uh, that's what ended up happening, and that's what escalated it.
So there was uh, Jawan Howard's uh, assessment of what went down. Uh, now, uh, in all fairness, we must hear from the other side. Uh, Wisconsin's head coach, Gray Gard, uh, he gave his version of the story. Here he was afterwards. And he came up to me and pulled his max, max down and said, I'll remember that. And he started pointing at me and tapped me in the chest. And I said, hold on. Let me explain to you why I took the timeout. Maybe he doesn't know the rule that you get the 10 seconds reset. I wasn't going to put my players in that type of situation to have to break a press in four seconds, come and stiff and cold off the bench. I wouldn't do that for a regular group. I can take a timeout. That's um, It gives my players the best chance to have success. So that's where it started that he said, I'll remember that, I'll remember that. And I said, hey, let me tell you why I did what I did. And he didn't want any part of that and kept moving on. So. Okay. Uh, he took a shot at him. Maybe he didn't know the yeah. rule. Like, dude, yeah. <laughs> like, that's Juwan Howard. He's um, forgotten more basketball than you'll ever know, bro. Like, look, let's, let's not go there. There's there's some pettiness on both sides. Um, Gray Guard's, you know, con- the conversation for Gray Guard is that he felt like his guys were being uh, in a bad spot. He had his backups in. Um, Michigan was doing a full court press, knowing the game was out of reach. And so Greyguard called the timeout because he didn't want his guys to get a violation. Right. A violation at that point in the it game. It doesn't even matter. It, it doesn't matter. And here's what's it's, funny. It's petty. But it, John Howard's petty, too. What's funny is how they both try to make themselves sympathetic figures yeah. in their in their explanation. Well, that's a move. Jawan, you shouldn't have put your hands on the man no. and, and, and palmed the, 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 the assistant coach. Other coach, I don't even know his name. What's his name? Uh, Joe Kravenhoft. Joe Joe Kravenhoft, uh, you should you shouldn't have put your hands on Jawan Howard in in the shape. Oh, well, he the, shook the, assi- the man's hand. The assistant coach that got struck was Joe Kravenhoff. Greg Gard oh, is the okay, head coach Greg for Gard, Wisconsin. Right. Yeah. So Greg Gard says Jawan comes up to me and he pulls his mask down and he starts pointing at me. Right. No, sir. What happened was y'all shook hands. He didn't want to address you and was going to keep going. And you grabbed his arm to make sure that you could try to explain to him the reasoning as to why you called timeout. He didn't like it. And at that point in time, that's when he removed his mask. I love how people just be skipping over stuff. Like, that was the most important part of it. (laughs) Oh, by the way, I grabbed his arm before he took his mask down and pointed at me and said, I'm going to remember this. Like, you could have just let the man shake your hand and keep going to the the locker room. But you grabbed him. Like, it still didn't warrant everything that transpired after. In fact, Jawan looked like he was a part of the Fab Five at that moment in time. It, it looked it, like he was the coach. It looked like he was a part of, like he was the injured player that was a part of defending it with with, with his teammates. Like, he looked it, like a teammate. It's just, here's, look, they were both being petty. Like, there was pettiness on both sides. Greg Gard calling the timeout and then saying, well, maybe he doesn't know the rule. That's pettiness. Um, Jawan Howard, you know, having a starter in there, uh, you know, and doing a full court press at that point in the game. I mean, that, that's pettiness. And Jawan Howard was was frustrated but why why don't we like why don't we give people a, a grace period a cooling off period or at least or at least understand the fact that hey things are going to happen in the heat of the moment you're going to do something maybe you wouldn't normally do and then that's it if this if these guys talk 10 minutes after this none of this probably happens because they would have had a chance to cool down they were there's both no, pissed off there's no way of knowing that in the traditional handshake that it was going to pop off like 
like this. There, there's no way of knowing. It, so it's also not the end of the world. Like people, like there's. Well, I think that's the bigger point. I just like I, I'm seeing these people that that are that are all over social media that are like, oh my god, what a terrible look for our game. Are you kidding me? This is the biggest college basketball story since Zion shoe exploded. But I'm gonna what are be you on, talking. But about? I'm gonna be honest with you. If it were the other way around, and that coach palmed. Jawan Howard. He'd get more credit. If he pawned hey. Jawan Howard, <laughs> if that's what we're using instead yeah. of slap. Yeah, Because that's a slap yeah. to me. <laughs> if he pawned hey, hey, Birdo, is it a slap or he is it a palm? Him, did he palm him or did hey, he? Birdo, he palmed, he palmed him. him. Oh, jeez. It was kind of a slap to me. I, it was better than not. It, you know, I, I'm glad. It, I'm glad it wasn't a punch, right? I'm yeah. glad it wasn't a punch because at first it looked like a punch, but he he, he slapped him. I mean, it, which is in in man terms, that's way more disrespectful oh, than getting punched. Like, 100%. Don't, don't don't if you ever want to try to disrespect me the right way, don't punch me, slap me, and then you're gonna get everything that you was looking for because that is the worst. Like anyway, palming, slapping, whatever you want to call it. The bottom line here is is that what is going to transpire out of what took place is whatever the the penalty that's that's levied on Jawan Howard, it is going to be spun in a way that if the shoe was on the other foot, what would have happened? Would the would the penalties have been harsher, or would they have been the same? Hundred percent. And that's that's the whole point of all of this. And it's like crazy because now it's like oh, instead of it just being this is a moment. Tempers got the best of people. This happened. Move on from it. Take the suspensions. Whatever. If it's a fine uh, that that you're levied as a coach, as as a as a university, I don't know what it is that. But take that. Keep moving. Instead, it's like, all right, what's going to happen? Like, whenever something happens bad and it's on the other foot, it's always yeah. they got to be fired or yeah. it's got to be something that the the retribution has to be way way high up on the list in order for it to have any real validity to it. it now that's going to be thrown in Jawan Howard's face in this situation in particular. Well, I'll tell you exactly where this is going to go. If Jawan Howard gets fired and for the record, I don't think either one of us think he should be fired. He'll he'll get suspended. All of that's fair. Uh, Juwan Howard should not be fired. But if he does get fired, you know somebody's going to bring up the fact that, well, what about Bobby Knight? Bobby Knight had all this stuff happen. Uh, what what about all these other incidents? Like, people are just going to go – because nobody has the ability to just compartmentalize things and say, this is a moment, and then all that other stuff happened. We don't need to keep using the comps to everything else. If Juwan Howard gets gets clipped, and I don't think he should be – of course that's going to pop but, up. But, but now here here we go. Here we go, right? Say Jawan Howard gets clipped for this incident. What is going to be the spin, right? Oh. What is going to come out? What is going to resonate <laughs> from Jawan Howard you, getting? You know. I, I, t- and, and people can try and say, well, no, no, I no, just no. like pointing out the obvious. I, y'all can call is. me whatever y'all want to call is. me. I'm going I'm to always shoot from the hip. Like yes. I said, I'm never going to stop. It is. What is the angle going to be? It's going to be race. If Jawan Howard loses his job it's over It's going to be race. 100%. So it's like okay, so one side one side is going to be outraged that Jawan Howard is getting away with slapping the hell out of the dude's face or palming it as Jodas would say. <laughs> <laughs> palming, palming him. Um 
<laughs> and, then, and then if he doesn't get fired, if he doesn't get fired, then it's like, oh, there's a double standard. Yeah. Now, if he does get fired, now there's a double standard. And now the other side is up in arms. They're upset. And now there's the pop off and then cancel culture well, comes into play for that. Yes. Well, it, look, in, in a lot of this, look, we've seen, seen examples of this in the NFL where you know when when the Ray Rice video came out and he got he had originally been suspended two games. What did everybody do afterwards? They came out after the fact and said, "So wait a second, Tom Brady gets suspended four games for a deflated football, but Ray Rice only got two for this." And they started doing these comps between punishments. Like it, it's okay to just judge things based off what happened in that incident with that moment in time, and that's it. Like we don't need to bring all the other stuff in, but people are going to go there. I don't think Juwan that's just ha- naturally where things Look, are now. It, it, Juwan Howard, he'll get suspended for a couple of games, maybe a few games, rightfully so. I don't think he should be fired. This isn't the most egregious thing we've ever seen in the world. I mean, it's not that big right, of a deal. Relax. Suspend it for a couple games. Fine. Okay. If they suspend him for the whole entire, we're just skipping entire season or or the rest of the season. The rest or of the season, okay. We're, we're just going to skip over that and say it's either this or it's that. <laughs> like it's fired. Like come on, man. Like the dude palmed his head. Like all right, he palmed his head. That that was not a good look. Is that what you're there, calling it? That's palmed? what you're calling okay. it. Okay, just want to make the sure. The rest of there were punches thrown though. Now, yeah, let's they keep were. in mind. Yes, it incited. Basically, almost. A, I mean, that's a brawl. Okay. That was a brawl. Michigan has got five games left in the regular season. He if might it, have to sit the rest of okay, those five. Fine, and, and 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 all that is fine. Like I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I don't think he should be fired. It just, we talked about this earlier. Nobody knows how to just have a disagreement anymore. It goes from, you made a mistake, you're out of here. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, it, like there are, there are levels to this. You don't have to just skip past all the, all the stuff leading up into termination uh, and, and then determine, uh, oh, you know what? We're going to go ahead and fire him now. Uh, he, he made a mistake, fire. We're going to skip past. It's like, Come on, like it's okay. It's not the it's not the end of the world. This isn't malice at the palace. All right, we didn't have fans jumping down and fighting players. Like it, it's all right. Everything's going to be okay, everybody. And by the way, it was phenomenal television. All right, like, I want to tell you, like uh, the NCAA can uh, cry I mean, all back they in the about day it. before all of this this crybaby stuff going on. Remember the Big East back in the day, uh, bro? Like, come like, on, you would like if you didn't see. If you did see something happen between uh what what's my name? Between uh my coach at, at Temple that passed, John Chaney. Oh god and, and, and him John Calipari. Beef with Calipari or with, with uh hit your Carl- kid in the mouth. or with Carlissimo <laughs> or somebody like that. If if you didn't see some boot beef take place between oh, John man. Thompson and somebody else within the big east, that that's boring. Oh yes. You wanted to see that. Yes. Now you don't want to see it go that far. I'm not condoning yeah. as far as it went. Nah, I don't you know, it. I mean, I mean, John Cheney didn't say, I kill you. I kill you. Let me get a hold of him. I choke the life out of you. I kill you. I kill you. I'm just saying, nobody cares. Hey, I still remember when, uh, was it Eric Montross got bloodied up in a Duke, North Carolina game? I remember he got popped. Tyler Hansborough uh, got popped and was bleeding in a Duke, North Carolina game. I mean, sometimes a little bit of physicality goes a long way. There's nothing wrong with that, man. The Big East tournament back in the day. I'm just th- saying. At MSG. Historically, historically, coaches. <laughs> 
have had run-ins with one another yes. and have had to be split up and stuff like that. And nobody has a problem with no. it. We're just getting to the point now where it's just kind of like – Take a deep breath. Like something happened. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't that horribly egregious in terms of the man palmed his head. Like now the people fighting after that. That was no good, and they incited that. Yeah. And that's where this this goes wrong. But well, you know what? It is what what, it what is. message does that send to the kids? I don't know. They're not my kids. You talk to them. Oh, <laughs> that's not my. Pro- I'm serious. Not my problem. Oh, I mean, just saying. It like, sends a horrible message to the kids. Well, I mean, it is a horrible message, right, well, and, and that was not yeah. great leadership. Right. Yeah, by neither by by either one of them. It wasn't great leadership. A decent right hand, though. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. By the way, uh, <laughs> he is back, folks. Uh, Brian Flores is back, everybody. Oh, uh, he yeah. is. Uh, what a great transition! He, like. he is now an Jeez. assistant coach. Look, now from joking to serious. Here we go. Let's get serious. Uh, he is now an assistant coach with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, but don't worry, the Racist. lawsuit is still pending. <laughs> Racist. Uh, so, uh, so there it is. Brian Flores will uh, will be an assistant with Pittsburgh uh, and assistant uh, yeah. de- uh, defensive assistant. And uh, linebackers, and linebackers coach. coach. I mean, so, you're coaching linebackers in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah, and it's a great organization. So, uh, you know, everything is uh, we're, we're you know it's it's all good here. Uh, obviously, the lawsuit is pending. That's going to play out. I still, I just wonder. I think the the biggest part of the story, outside of just you know what the changes that are going to going to take place when it comes to you know reform and the hiring process and all that is what the hell is going to happen in Miami with Stephen Ross because if it's true like they've said that they've got evidence where he was offering a hundred thousand um, dollars you know to to lose games somebody's going to need to be the fall guy in this whole thing and I just wonder if it's going to be Stephen Ross well I think hammers are going to drop all the way around you're seeing things tight hammers up. yeah hammers and when you get hit with the wrong hammer it hurts and it hurts really bad and some of these owners are about to get hit with a heavy 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 dose of hammering they're they're going to get beat down and 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 that's the entry it's so every you know my whole thing was i didn't think that for him and his opportunities to continue his employment and and work in the national football league would would happen with him doing this lawsuit like I didn't think he he would get another another opportunity not not just as a head coach but just to coach in general yeah um I, I won't I won't go into the obvious like you know Mike Tomlin is, is the head coach I won't go into the I won't venture off into the obvious of 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 the irony maybe the coincidence of him ending up in Pittsburgh uh the the Rooney rule uh that's that's the Pittsburgh Steeler family, uh, they have always been champions of of inclusion and and of 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 trying to make things the right way that way, and that's why the whole rule was called the Rooney Rule. Um, I could be, I think I could be wrong, but I, I'm pretty certain I'm right. Um, but anyway, the point the point is is that they're getting ahead of it. They're getting ahead of it, and and what they're getting ahead of is this this. This wave, this wave of doing things the right way, and when they're done incorrectly, they're done the wrong way, they're exposed. The lawsuit has given has given government the opportunity to to now insert themselves into the scenario and the situation of 
if you're if you guys are going speaking of you guys the owners and the NFL if you're going to use taxpayer dollars to fund the things that you're doing you know the stadiums different things like that the concessions that are made for them to be able to do what they're able to do um within within their cities you're going to have to to play by some different rules like it's going it is now going to be a different set of circumstances moving forward in terms of the reform that's proposed and the reform that's going to be put in place as to how the hiring process go how they go about the hiring process in the National Football League when Roger Goodell is saying this is unacceptable. It can happen. We're going to have to look into this. We're going to have to reform it. You're sitting at the table with somebody that you're paying. So it's like if you're telling me that I can't do this, but I'm the one that's paying you, it's kind of like, eh, I'm going to brush it off. But when you have somebody who you're not paying and they're actually using hard-earned dollars from tax-paying people to fund your – $500 million uh, stadiums, you know, your billion dollar stadiums, um, and they're at the table and you have to answer to them. That's a different, that's a different set of, uh, that's a different level of accountability that's going to take place. Yeah. And so to me, I think that that's, that's, if, if, if you were wondering, I could not figure out why Flores went down the lane of, of the civil suit because if he's saying I'm doing this to make it better for everybody else, I'm like, well, how? How exactly are you making it for better for everybody else? Well, in regards to indirectly to his lawsuit, it now gives validation or it gives an opening for government to take a deeper look, a deeper dive into getting involved with the accountability of what the franchise owners are supposed to do in terms of protocols of certain things, issues such as this. Can I just uh, bring up something that I know people are going to get pissed off when I say this, and th- this is probably going to get, they're going to take this the wrong way, but I do think this is a real aspect of the conversation. Maybe not something anybody wants to say out loud, but I do think there's a real aspect to this. <sighs> now that he's back in a position of he's coaching in the NFL I just wonder, and maybe these this won't be said publicly, I wonder how many people around the league look at him differently, like, got to keep our mouth shut around him. Got to be, uh, got got to be careful what you say around him because uh, you know he's liable to go and uh, you know share a text message with Bill Belichick, and he's liable to go this share, direction. Uh, share a text message of Bill Belichick, yeah, not I, with him, yeah. of him. I, I, like I just wonder how many people are going to look at Brian Flores differently, right or wrong. I, I think this is a yeah. real aspect of the conversation. Dan Rooney is a part of the the. Uh, the chairman of the league's diversity committee. Yes, that's so. Yeah. Just so I, I was correct. I, um, I didn't want to make sure I was. I, I just wonder how many people in the league look at Brian Flores, and I, I don't want to say as you know a snitch or anything like that. I just wonder how many people look at Brian Flores and say well, we got to be careful. Players and coaches don't. Players and coaches don't trust one another anyway. To begin with, we've had this conversation at length before. You think about what took place in Jacksonville. It was players and coaches that did Urban Meyer in. Yeah, not just players, not just coaches, 
players and coaches. I've seen it happen. Uh, Steve Spurrier was done in by players and coaches. Yeah, like that happens all the time. So players and coaches, there's there's that that un you know written rule that you don't trust one another. Like that's a very rare deal to have a, an entire coaching staff players that trust one another. So there's that's that's already up for debate anyway. This went to a new level. It I takes think. it to a whole nother level. And that's that's that's, that, that, that's a, a real concern. Yeah, that takes it think. to a whole nother level. I mean, because from here on out, you you got to believe again the same arguments, the same discussion points that existed with Colin Kaepernick are going to exist with Brian Flores. If Brian Flores, for some strange reason, gets let go, I mean, Joey Porter was let go. He was doing a fine job as the linebackers coach. They had to make a uh, a move because the defense was underperforming. Someone had to to take the rap for it. Pittsburgh is known for the way their linebackers play. They they weren't playing as well, but they weren't bad. They just weren't as well, and they let him go. This happens all the time, so. The problem you'll run in with a Colin Kaepernick, you bring him in, you put him on your team. You give him an opportunity. If he does well, it's all great, right? But even once he, he he's able to make it onto the team, now everybody's going to be like, well, why isn't he playing? Well, why isn't he playing more? Well, why isn't he starting? There's always going to be that next something that people are going to say, this isn't right, he's being mistreated. The same thing is going to exist with Flores, I would imagine. I don't know to what capacity, but the same thing, if if Flores were – anytime he comes under scrutiny, anytime he may lose his job, it's always going to come back to 100%. this is why. Yep. And this always is going to be a reason, an excuse, and it almost makes the person untouchable when you hire them. Yeah, because like, you, you have a feeling of you got to walk on eggshells because you don't, you don't want to move on from him – because in the back of your mind, you're thinking, well, how is he going to turn this and, and, and spin this in a different direction, right or wrong? I, ju- I just think there, that's a real element to all this that maybe a lot of people haven't talked about. I think about. there's a lot of respect that, that comes with going, joining a coaching staff with Mike Tomlin, especially for the simple fact that he's really, in a lot of ways, he's bailing out Mike, uh, he's bailing out uh, Flores uh, and, and Mike Flores, right? Am I uh, Brian, Flores. Brian Flores. Yeah. Excuse me, Brian Flores. Uh, he's bailing him out. Uh, Pittsburgh is bailing him out by by presenting this opportunity for him. I don't know how genuine that is. I, I really don't. I don't know how genuine hiring him is. Does it fulfill a need? It does fill a need. Um, is there a bigger? Is there a bigger? aspect of this at play knowing who Mike Tomlin is I would say yes there is I think that he feels like there is a moral duty for him and an obligation for him to to do what he's doing right now and to be a part of a solution for Brian Flores because it represents something bigger than just Brian Flores but again with that being said and not understanding that there is a respect level for and in a healthy a healthy respect for uh for Mike Tomlin, it still comes back to your original your original statement is what does this mean moving forward? Does this create a a a, a sideshow of sorts, confusion of sorts, bringing Flores into into the organization? How will they handle that? Because the questions will come. 
it will get get heated. What if they don't play well next year? Mike Tomlin always, for some strange weird reason, finds himself on the hot seat as a coach in Pittsburgh. What if he finds himself in a situation where they're not doing well and they're talking about what his job security looks like? It- where do these conversations go? Because think about the the people that Brian Flores, I know we're going to get to Eddie Garcia in a moment, but just think about the people that he went after. He went after an NFL owner. He went after the Giants, which is, you know, uh, NFL royalty. He went after John Elway, which yep. is NFL royalty. Yep. I mean, he he went after... I don't really care about all that. I don't I, care I just, about there but, being but, NFL royalty. But I, but I just think... Right, like, right is right, Jonas. I, I get right, it. I, I, right I, is right. I, I totally get it, but... Look, they've all denied this. John always said, I wasn't drunk. Like, what are you talking about? Like, we have a log of it. We have, like, they've all come back. And I, and I just think that there are going to be people that are, are in Pittsburgh or in and around Brian Flores that are like, well, I can't say this. I got to be careful here. I got I don't know if he's going to go and, and run with this. I, I just think that's a, that's a real part of the conversation. I, I just, my biggest curiosity to this is he is continuing the lawsuit in fact, from what I can gather, he doubled down on the lawsuit last week. Yes. How does this impact what he's doing, which most will say it doesn't, which maybe that's true. Maybe that is true. Maybe it doesn't. But maybe is it is it is it horrible for me to say with all of these lawsuits that are taking place, is it horrible to say hire him so – the spotlight isn't shined on you. Is it horrible to uh, say? No, is it horrible to I, say no, that? No, because I think I think all of this is re- the problem. Is people aren't going to want to have the conversation that we're having, like because they're they're afraid of the pushback. I, I mean, hi, hire hire him so that all of these people that are getting sued. That that spotlight doesn't come on us. We don't yeah. need to shake rattle the boat. We don't need. I, I we think, got a good thing going on here. I think it's fair. I, I think all of that's valid. I really do. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Right now, it's time for this. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it. All right, and for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee Delap. Delap. What up, Lap? Like an Uzi. What's up, Lee? You guys, in case you missed any part of the NBA All-Star Weekend, TNT cameras caught a little behind the scenes in the locker room of what the players were doing to entertain themselves on their off time. That included a little bit of what looked like gambling in the locker room. Joel Embiid with some fat stacks. I mean, uh, what were they it? playing? Tonk? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but what was the? Uh, they were doing a card game, uh, ac- correct? According to the broadcast, tonk. they thought they were playing spades. Well, okay. I mean, it was probably Tonk. 
I can, I can, I can almost guarantee. Well, I don't know. They might have been playing Boo Ray. So guys gamble in locker rooms, correct? On the planes, okay. on the buses, on the trains, because in I've, their cars. I've heard stories. In your hair, we don't care. Uh, we gamble. I, I've, I've heard, I've heard stories where it, like, it gets to the point to where, like, you know, they'll take off all their tape, like their ankles will be taped, their wrists will be taped, and they'll gamble on if they can make it into the basket, into the trash. Well, why like, do you say if they? Like, is it like those? people like no like the nfl <laughs> well, players like, okay okay yeah. all right okay yeah. all right yeah. if they take off hey, listen, their tape and i, I, I can uh, like i know guys i'm just trying to, to keep do. the theme How rolling this right here buddy hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> guys will guys will gamble i i remember gambling a pink slip like we will gamble We'll gamble. A paint with to a car. To a car. Like you have the same car as me. If you think your team is gonna win, put your pink slip where your mouth is. I remember doing we would go deep with gambling. People go deep with, with gambling. I, I wonder if uh if the NBA is going to uh, maybe have a conversation and just say, hey, maybe we shouldn't show uh, our players gambling. Uh, I mean, game. I, I don't see how that's a problem, well, though. I, I, if, I look, you're, if you're throwing cash down to play a card game, how, how's that I, an issue? I don't I don't see it as a problem either. I, I think, you know, I, as far as gambling goes, I think it, it's, I been, can see. it's had a it's had a bad rap for years. I can but see if they had like a sports book area set up and guys just sitting there right just, now. Just like, all right, this is how many points I'm going to score in the, the game. See, like, the, the problem is the NBA's got to be really careful with this stuff because of the Tim Donahue scandal um, and, and that whole thing. People could say, oh, well, that was so long ago. With Trust the, me. With the, with the referee? The referee. Yeah, I, I, again. Because there are people that are still in the league, from what I've heard, that were involved in that, that may be – you know, got a little bit of a free pass because it would have but opened up the that's, floodgates. That's to like things. sports betting. All right, I'm just saying. But that's that, right. Would, hey. would you agree though? That's sports betting. I agree. Look, and, and I, don't not, have a, I don't have a problem with either. There's a difference between gambling. Like, like for instance, there were dudes that had so much money they would they would play the bank and and uh, blackjack. Like we'd be playing blackjack and they would play the bank. Like I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play all y'all. I'm gonna go up against all y'all. Like and they would be the bank. Like if you do if you're doing that, I don't see how. I mean, maybe you want to make sure that it comes across as appropriate for because you have chill. It's a family deal. Yeah, I get that part of it. But in terms of it just being something that's wrong, like come on, man. I, I don't. Guys gamble. They play spades. They they throw bones. Whatever it may be, bourree, tonk. Like guys, guys gamble. What the hell is bones? Uh, dominoes? dominoes, yeah. I, I still don't know how to play dominoes. Uh, yeah, well, you know, don't play he, Willie Mack. Uh, by the way, oh, yeah? Yeah, you know how to throw them bones. Yeah, yeah. that's Ooh. what I heard. Yeah, um, <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've also never played Monopoly. Oh, wow. Never one time in my life. Oh, never yeah, played Monopoly. Wow. Listen, I'm just, just a humble guy. I play Clue, okay. Connect Four. Sorry. You know what I mean? <laughs> Loteria. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 